West Baseball and the official Wolverine podcast. Hey, Coach Chip Durham, assistant coach Brandon Lynch. How are you guys doing? Doing good, thank you. Doing good. good. Thanks for having me. Uh, we were just talking a few minutes ago uh, about how this will probably be one of the more lively episodes that we've ever had with some uh, laughable stories and some, some laughing between us, so this should be a good one. Um, first, let's talk about the season. You guys have already started off strong compared to where we were just – Two and a half years ago. Talk to us about this year's team and what your guys' expectations are. And there it is from it uh, is. Ding, from ding. someone up above right there. <laughs> well, we, we've, uh, you know, our schedule's tougher, Jeff, and so our record really don't show it. Uh, you know, we, we went down and played in a, in a really good Benton tournament, and then also we took a trip to Arizona and faced some really good competition over there, but... Uh, so the level of competition has really been a lot better than our, our so-called non-conference games this year. Uh, but right now we're setting forward two in conference, which is better than, than we have been in the last two years. Uh, you know, we really feel strong about some good things about our, our team. But, you know, there, there's some things that we feel like we've got to work out. And, and if we can get them figured out, we may have a chance to make a run at the end. You guys have always been on the lookout for pitching. Coach Lynch, you're the guy that's the pitching guy. You take care of the mound, call the pitches during the game. This year we actually have some kids that you feel like you can rely on a little bit. You've kind of had to piece stuff together the last uh, couple of years. Yeah, we, we've, uh, you know, really improved and had some kids grow through the program and <clears throat> develop in our program and some outside of our program. And uh, just, you know, really proud of, how they've come on and, and, and kind of developed some pitches and velocity and, you know, what we're trying to do uh, within our, our program and have done a good job at that. It's been good. To, one of the positives in starting, you know, from scratch with a, with, a, with a really young team is being able to see some of that. Wolverines have always been able to hit. This year seems to be no different. You guys score runs in bunches. Uh, talk to us about that. That's always been a staple of this team. Well, you know, the big thing I believe is is that we're you know we're older, uh, we're stronger. Uh, that's a testament to what you know Coach Lynch does with them in the weight room and, and our off season program. Uh, we've got quite a few football players that play for us. They're tough. Uh, you know we we at times start seven seniors in our lineup and a couple of juniors. So you're looking at the same group that two years ago when they were uh, sophomore and freshman they were getting their keep, teeth kicked in and and so. Uh, you know, we've just talk, kind of talked about this year, and, and uh, we're, we're there with some maturity. And, uh, and you know, they're, they're able to – you know, one thing that I'm very pleased with, with our hitters is, uh, you know, guys with fastballs that just try to dominate, dominate us with fastballs, uh, they can't do it. You know, they have to have a very good secondary pitch. And, uh, you know, if they don't, then, then, you know, we can let them know about it. How, how do you get there with that? What, what are your guys' techniques as far as hitting? I mean, I know that you came from the college ranks and, uh, and high school is relatively new to you. Coach Lynch, I know you've coached it before. You coached softball over at Bentonville High School. But what makes a good hitter at this level? Well, to begin with, Jeff, it's, you know, we're almost like managers now in today's society. Uh, every one of our hitters almost has a hitting coach somewhere. And, you know, there's a travel team, uh, there's an organization, and they're paying, you know, top dollar. And so you kind of got to pick and choose the guys that you work with. And because you got some guys that will listen to you, and most of the time it's the guys when they struggle. Uh, but then you got some guys that, 
you know, that's what they do, and they got a hitting coach, and that doesn't affect their playing time here. Uh, if they can play, they're going to play. But if they don't play and they got a hitting coach somewhere and they want to come to me and ask why they're not playing, well, then I don't want to hear that excuse right. because we're not getting an opportunity to work with them. Right. We do our drills. I think what we do mainly for us that makes our guys and it, and it exposes our guys, we do a lot of machine work. Uh, we do fastballs. You know, we'll set the machine on – uh, 87 to 90 miles an hour. We'll set a breaking ball on uh, 75 to, to, to 78 miles an hour. And, and what that does is that exposes guys uh, that, you know, can't catch up or can't adjust. And so um, when, it, when it does that, it's kind of humbling because, uh, you know, they've been to their lessons and they pay a lot of money and then, you know, they're, they, they're expected to come in and, and be really good and they're not. Yeah. And so it humbles a lot of them. But if you look at the ones in the lineup that do hit and and, and they're successful, uh, they're the ones that, that take advice. Right. And and not along with – it's kind of a mixture. Not, a lot, not, not just that they're listening to us. It's that they're open-minded and, and, and they're probably having a lesson here and there. And, and, you know, we don't look down upon lessons. I mean, you know, you got some of these guys over at Legacy, you know, Vincent there. You know, they were good hitters and good players and stuff. So, But these guys, you know, they listen to me and Lance, and when we open our mouth, they'll actually listen and take something from it. Some of the guys won't do that. And so it, it ends up showing, yeah. you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. And Coach Lynch, I'm sure that this in some way helps the pitchers having to go against this kind of competition all the time. Yeah, so, you know, we do a lot of inter-squadding. Uh, Chip does a great job of preparing them, uh, you know, day in, day out for what we're going to see. Like he said, just just going over the guys who do listen. And, 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 and you know, there's a lot of, of uh, you know, harmony that happens here uh, between, you know, Brian and them do a great job in the weight room in the offseason. Chip mentioned their offseason programs. You know, we have to all work together. You know, if not, it's it's – you know, it'd be like, um, I mean, Waylon Jennings at a hip hop. You know, just you're not gonna have a lot of harmonizing, and nope. and, and and Chip prepares them, and it is good to see those guys, uh, you know, day in and day out. Because when we're facing, you know, we feel like our guys that they're facing air squad, and we have a lot of innings are as good as as anybody, you know, we're gonna see, and yeah. and, and that and that so far that has. You know, that has been the case, and that's helped. Uh, uh, that, you know, that's really helped our arms, absolutely. Absolutely. And if you can just keep those arms healthy, I guess in high school, everyone's got one arm. It, would you say that that's, that's the case, and it's about can you overcome that arm, and then can your one arm get you at least a win in a series where you could split at the minimum? We finally got one arm this year, and, and, and we got potential to have – for sure, one and possibly a couple more, uh, but the but the problem and the issue is is, is strike throwing, and uh, and so we we've got one guy, Maddox Thornton, who's who's really done a, a great job. Uh, you know, I was just looking at the strikeouts. I think he's thrown right at thirty innings, and he's got about fifty to fifty five strikeouts in thirty innings. So, uh, you know, he's a strike thrower. He's a sixty five percent strike thrower where. You know, we got a, a, maybe an arm or two, for sure one arm that's a better arm velocity-wise, but, 
you know, you run him out there and, and you know, and he's throwing one inning and walk four guys. And, and you got to go get him. And so, uh, but he's had some outings that he could go out and dominate if he could just, you know, throw mm-hmm. it over the middle of the plate. And, yeah. and, and that's what, you know, the biggest thing that he has to figure out, or any of our pitchers that do that, that, you know, if, if you got some velocity and you can throw it over the plate, most of the high school hitters are, are, are going to get themselves out. You're right. going to have some guys in the lineup and some in, in some teams that are that are good hitters. And those are ones that that advance and go and play at the next level and so forth. So, but I just think a lot of time pitchers, and and and, and it's hard and it's hard for me to say that they can, they're trying to, but I know I know they are. But but they give hitters too much credit, and uh, because a good hitter. He's going to get out 60 years in. Oh, yeah. Anyway. That's an outstanding. 400. Yeah. So uh, that, that's the battle right now. So do you just basically say, hey, I'm going to just basically try to get the ball over the plate, let the guy strike out. If he gets it in play, then I'm going to let our defense play. Is that, is that, is that kind of your pitch mentality? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, everybody's different. So, it's, so you know, it's, it's, uh, we have some that we want to, you know, really – you know, work the corners, and they can do that, and and they may not have as much velocity, um, you know, good breaking stuff. And then we have some with who can beat people, you know, with with velocity. So we're uh, you definitely wanted to to begin with throwing strikes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you know, without throwing strikes, it doesn't matter, you know, who you have. And and teams in our league, there's some pitching, you know, there there's some good arms. It's been a challenge for you know our hitters this year. There's some really good arms and. Um, you do try to knock those guys out in high school. There's not a lot of staffs that are, that are really deep, but, but we're, there's some good front-end, you know, guys this year. Yeah. Talk to us about your, your seniors. When you walk into the baseball stadium, you see all those senior banners this year, some guys that were here from the get-go that are going to be moving on but have really uh, are looking for the payoff this year. Talk to us about those kids and what it means for them and how much they've matured. Yeah, four of them have signed uh, baseball. Um, and then um, one more has signed. For, you know, Will Jarrett has signed to go play football, and and Seth Schonauer, you know, he's academically and uh, he's going to go to UCA and walk on. And then uh, J.R. McElroy, who's going to go to U of A and go be a normal uh, student, and you know, and go to the Razorbacks and cheer them on. Uh, you know, he's a guy that's leading our team and hitting right now. Yeah, and so. Uh, you know, these guys are a good group. Uh, they've been a blessing to be around, uh, to watch these guys grow. Uh, you know, you just see the maturity of where they were two years, three years ago and where they're at now and, and how they're handling themselves and, and, you know, the physical part of it, of, you know, the, the work in the weight room is showing and, and now, you know, going out and competing and, 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 you know, the, the, the word winning is actually, you know, coming out of our wow. mouth. You know, state playoffs, making a run, you know, those things that we're – you're hearing those things where, you know, uh, two years ago was our first year. You know, we, we just kind of felt our way through it. Almost had a 500 season. And then, you know, last year we did a great thing, I thought, by making the playoffs for the first time in this, you know, second year of the school. And we're in that ball game. I mean, you felt like Absolutely. you could have won that game. Oh, yeah, we could have, you know, won a playoff game. Uh, you know, and it's been, you know, some certain things that we've had to address and clean up. But, but uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, that's that's what we're talking about. We feel like legitimately we could, 
make the playoffs and win a playoff game and then see what happens after that. And anybody, in my mind, any, anything can happen after that. Yeah. And, Brandon, you came from Bentonville High School where they've won several back-to-back softball state championships. You were a part of that. Uh, what's the difference been coming here to starting a program from scratch? Well, it, you know, it was a, it, it's a challenge, and we knew that coming over. And it's, it's been, you know, I mean, honestly, everything and more that I would have wanted. You know, at Bentonville when I was there, um, I, I was with Kent when, when we won our – our first, you know, the first in the program. They never won one. And, uh, you know, I mean, one year we won 20-something altogether. So it was, uh, you know, definitely, I mean, it almost was you won a state title, you mm-hmm. got a handshake, and, you know, it was almost expected. Right. You know, here you're building from the bottom. And and different, you know, teams had different splits of players, some who were going to, you know, play there and some who weren't going to play there and 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 it's just been it's been fun it's been rewarding um challenging you know and we've had going back to the seniors just a good group uh you know they work hard they want to win this you know this is the first year at Everett JV team you know we've got uh I mean eight eight under eight freshmen and sophomores playing and then um you know, they move up, and last year was your first year in competition, and we, our goal was to get in. And now, like like Chip said, we're have some talks of making runs, and yeah. and 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 there's you know there's uh, this year there's not anybody that we can't that we cannot beat. You know, it, it, that may not have been the case in the past, but there's nobody with some some arms we ha- we have that can be good and, and have been good and. Um, just our approach and hitting is, you know, we can put it together. It's, it's been a challenging but rewarding Absolutely. situation. Absolutely. And one thing that's a, a stark reminder of that is when we talk about ordering uniforms for these kids, kids that played two and a half years ago that now if you put them in a, a Wolverine uniform, it looked like you guys didn't know how to wash clothes because they would have shrank, <laughs> shrank two or three sizes. That's right. So we're having to buy some more <laughs> uniforms. Uh, because these kids have matured, not only in physical stature, but on the on the baseball field, which, I mean, that's a huge thing. Yeah, and then when they leave and the the younger group coming up, it's going to look like that, you know, we ordered three sizes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good problem to have, though. Yeah. How about your parents, man? That It's a unique atmosphere at Wolverine Stadium for a baseball game. We've got some neat things going on with – cookouts and parent response and all that, you've got some good support there. Yeah, well, you know, one guy, you, you know, you got to point out John Aiden. He's golden. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff, you know, when it comes to support, cookouts and and uh, gatherings and, and, and things like that and, you know, putting together, uh, you know, trips. And, you know, so you just can't make it without him, man. I mean, you know, uh, in charge of concession stand, putting out Sign Up Genius and, getting people in to do those things and and um, you know that that you know right there you know what that does is that out allows us to coach you know when we don't have to worry about you know when the gates open you know who's going to be at the concession stand who you know we got this is anybody here or there and and uh, so you know they, they've done a really good job you know they provide food for our kids our, our kids don't do without food um, in fact, we've kind of had to back that up a little bit because we felt like kids were eating too much, you know. But but that's a good problem to have, and and uh, the fundraising's <laughs> been good, you know. Uh, they we've got a couple, you know, Paul Thornton, you know, he's yeah. with 
uh, uh, Smithville Meats, and, and you know they donate uh, ribs that we sell, and we've sold over 800 and something ribs this year, which is unbelievable. And uh, that's a know, lot of cow selling a <laughs> lot, 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 lot of cow pig. <laughs> but uh, but you know, and then we have ads. We sell ads in our programs, and the kids go out mm-hmm. and they personal and business ads, and so the you know and that the, the parents are in charge of that. I mean, I don't. You know, it's it's tough, man. When and when you know when you start getting involved and having to handle all that, and you got you know teaching and and then you got organ practice organization and scheduling and you know and 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 so forth. It just it gets tough. So without those guys, you know, we, we wouldn't be able to make it. Yeah. It just makes life a lot easier. Now you alluded to it, uh, Brandon. Tell us about this Arizona trip. I've seen all the pictures, but don't have the insight on every single thing you've done, but. It sounds like a trip of a lifetime, not only for you guys, but these players. Yeah, it was, you know, like Chip said, I mean, we had a group of parents headed by Mr. Aiden, and he put together, um, you know, the, I mean, months out, put together, uh, you know, really an agenda that was stuck to. I mean, he had he had the days filled up. He had the activities. He had the eat places. He had the restroom breaks, the, the buses. I mean, he had the, he had the whole nine there, and, and they – you know, we it really helped our team come together uh, just to, to kind of stay that week together and do all that together and then play, um, you know, four really good, I mean, in their, in their states. You know, we played a team from Florida, Oklahoma, uh, Colorado, and California, and all of them are big, you know, mm-hmm. bigger schools in their state and have program. One guy we played at the end, he, he was his 48th year. At Cherry Creek, Colorado, he coaches the USA national team and has people in the in in, in the league, and it was a big uh, that was a big game. It was a it was a big games for our kids, mm-hmm. and and um, and you know just an awesome trip that, that we'll all remember for forever. Now, did I hear you guys got to meet some some big leaguers in a locker room? Is that yeah word on the street? Yeah. Got to see them in their towels. <laughs> Yeah, they had the, the the Royals hosted us, and there were a couple. You know, Whit, uh, Whit Merrifield was was mm-hmm. I believe an All Star last year. I think he uh, led the league in hits. You know, came out and gave the kids batting gloves. And, yeah, and and it was very uh, hospitable. That uh, you know, uh, I mean, their owner lives here. I mean, he goes to. I was talking to a Walmart associate the other day. He goes to Walmart, the Bentonville Walmart. I guess the first one there. You know, mm-hmm. by the home office and buys bird seed. They said every every week. So okay. he's still very active here, and he enjoyed doing that. And we were our kids were for sure thankful for it. Something they'll never forget. Oh, I bet they were. So give us some background on your guys, your baseball knowledge. I don't think people can appreciate or understand. Sometimes baseball is a sport at high schools where a football coach is doing it, or a it's a secondary sport for a coach. But here at uh, Bentonville, we make it all sports a priority. Chip, you've had college experience, experience with the Razorbacks, Coach Lynch. I know you've you've done it all. You're legendary in your mind. So most wins, coach. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna he's say he's never history. he's never <laughs> lost right to Bentonville West. I can tell you that. 
Shoot. So you tell him, win a game, just get, get, <laughs> just get him in there. Yeah, when you're down, you just need yeah. to get tossed. Is that what next you thing. Yeah, you just get out and we win the next one. That's all. Why not lose? Yeah. We don't have an arm tonight. I'm getting tossed. <laughs> so give us some background on that about about your guys' baseball acumen, because I think people would be surprised to know that you guys are, are lifelong baseball guys. Yeah, you know, baseball goes way back with me. You know, my mom actually was uh, a softball coach in the summer, and that's where I grew the love of the game. My dad had played a little bit, but, you know, he was a mill worker, worked at the paper mill and worked all the time. But my mom was kind of had the kids, and we played and had us involved and stuff. So, uh, I, you know, from Louisiana and went to high school there and graduated while I was in high school, got, got the opportunity to play on a couple really nice teams that were really talented, uh, won two state championships there. Um, to be real honest, I, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of plans to go anywhere out of high school, so I was about almost just a signature away to go into the Marine Corps. And, and so I got talked into go to a trial and, and did this. And, and, you know, one thing that I could do, you know, when I was younger, uh, was I could run a little bit, and I hit left-handed and, and so forth. So I got an opportunity to go play at a junior college in Texas. And, and find, you know, hindsight 2020, I look back, and uh, the, the, the junior college, Angelina Junior College, is, is, is a really good junior college. I really didn't even know where I was going, yeah. you know, at the time. I didn't, hadn't looked into it. A guy just offered me a scholarship, and I was like, yeah, I'll go. So went there and, you know, ended up playing with, you know, like uh, five or six big leaguers that played there with me. And uh, – and junior college baseball is big time. People yeah, don't absolutely. understand that. Especially in Texas. Yes. I mean, you know, I, I was telling, you know, Lance, you know, when my, my sophomore year we played Sanjack in, in the regional championship to go to Grand Junction, Colorado. And, you know, and I, I, I hit against Andy Pettit uh, in, in that game. And how'd you do? And and I didn't do too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was because it was lefty on lefty. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, you know, it's uh, it was very competitive and, um, and so I ended up, uh, you know, leaving there, going to Arkansas, Monticello, played a couple years there, and, and was AIC, you know, got in the All-Star back in the AIC days. Mm-hmm. We were in AIA, and back then it was almost like, you know, everybody, it was like being in prison. Everybody had a story, the reason why we oh, were yeah. there, you know. So, But we had some nice players, and, and, and we did some good things, and one, and, you know, you know, when I my high school coach was a, was a really big mentor for me. He's the head coach at Louisiana College now. And then my college coach at, at Monticello is, is very dear to my heart just because of the discipline that he, you know, he didn't – and I look back and, you know, he didn't have a, a, like the most knowledge in the game. But, but what you did is you respected the game and then you respected him. And if you didn't, uh, it wasn't good. And so uh, – uh, but anyway, I, I, I got the opportunity right when I got done playing – uh, he, he, he asked me to, to be a student coach and, and, you know, and I kind of knew as, as I was going along and getting my degree in PE and, and so forth and that that's what I was going to do. So I did that and as a student assistant graduated and I uh, went to Delta State as a GA and got my master's and then got married and was up here. My wife is from Eureka Springs and so I was spending Christmas up here and, and uh, I called Norm DeBron and, and Asked him if I could work camp, and so uh, I started doing that. Got to know Norm uh, real well, and uh, his volunteer assistant was leaving, and I was graduating from 
from uh, Delta State. He asked me to come in and join his staff as a volunteer assistant, which is basically a graduate, you know, a GA. Uh, was real fortunate to do that. Uh, you know, we moved here and and just out of nowhere, you know, we met Frank Broyles, uh, and and he had an apartment above his garage. And at that time, the person that was living there was moving out. Well, they invited us to move in. And so we took that, I mean, you know, free rent and didn't have to pay. And the only thing that my job was, was I had to take the trash out at the end of the driveway every Wednesday. <laughs> so I was known at the office as Frank's trash boy. So, but, but that was okay. It was you know, okay, man. That was an experience, obviously, from there, you know, having those two guys you know, make phone calls for me and putting them down on a resume was, was very big and, you know, my, my future. Uh, I got the opportunity to go to Texas San Antonio uh, as a recruiting coordinator. Went there and uh, then from there I got back, you know, I went back to junior college, Northeast Texas Junior College in Mount Pleasant, Texas. And then from there I got the head job at Crowder College, which is not far from here. Mm -hmm. Was there three years and then went to Nickel State University. Uh, was there for five and then we had our youngest. And it was just a little too much for me with, you know, four kids and decided to get out. Got into sales here and, and then when, you know, West opened up and this, you know, looked like a really good uh, situation to be in where, like you said, baseball only. Absolutely. You know, we, we you know, we our, our teaching schedules are good. You know, they get us out in time to come, you know, for practice and, and uh, it's just been it's been a blessing, you know, be here for, for three years and to start a program and, you know, out of nowhere, you know, to meet Brandon and, and you know, we didn't know each other or, or, or anything, but, it, you know, as I look back on this, that, you know, if I, I had an opportunity to hand pick a guy to come in here with me, you know, I, I couldn't have done a better job of uh, Well, that's a tall compliment because I'm telling you, he'll tell you he's a legend. Oh, well, he's a legend. I God. mean, basketball, baseball. He can do it all. He can do it hey, all. you're the most winning coach in Bentonville, <laughs> you've done something. Jeez. <laughs> so tell us about your career. Guy hadn't even so, lost a game. He never so lost I, a game. So, so I uh, don't have anywhere near the, you know, experience that Chip has, but I grew up in Searcy and played, uh, you know, really two sports through high school and had success and got out and, and loved basketball and baseball and um, was engaged. <clears throat> I went to Harding to, to uh, play baseball for a short time, had a scholarship, um, and that, that was a choice in itself to go in basketball or baseball, and I chose baseball because of the school and the money and, and you know, everything that came along. Fast forward, went to Arkansas, finished up, um, did did coach Legion when Legion there was no uh, there was no travel ball it was Legion yep. everybody had a Legion team and and you so at, at Fayetteville we had kids from Farmington and Fayetteville High and the best ones made our our Legion team so I did that through college and um, coached it at at Elkins with with Jeff Edelman who's still there and and uh, another buddy of mine and. Fast forward had was won a state championship there. Won a state title there in 2006. They were coming off a two and I, I believe a two and 19 season, and uh, you know there was a lot of things that happened in, in, in between there. And um, you know we we 
got some rain in the state tournament and allowed us to push back the arm and got more rain. And I think we stayed in Texarkana for eight days and found ourselves at bomb and mm-hmm. we're down six to nothing and uh, came back and, and won the game. But, you know, fast forward was engaged. Uh, all, a lot of my contacts were in central Arkansas, where I'm from, so I had opportunities to uh, come right out of college after my master's year and be a head basketball or baseball coach and or and an assistant coach. And, um, you know, it ended up because of the engagement, my wife was in her master's year at, at Arkansas, and uh, so I took a job at Lead Hill, never heard of it, drove in one night and and uh, it, it is the home, by the way, of the Tom Hallmeyer. Uh, he, is, he is legendary. <laughs> is he a legend in that he town? He is a legend at Lead Hill. So went there, had some success. Uh, coach was head coach of both sports, and then um, you know went to went to move from there to Berryville, where I also coached basketball and baseball. We had some uh, you know some good teams there, and and. Uh, you know, had kids in that process, and kids were young and doing both sports and burning at both ends were, um, you know, was tough. So that's how I ended up with Kent early at, at uh, Bentonville, and 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 he does a does a great job. Um, and we we you know obviously the success is known there, and and always knew you know baseball is yeah. is is my love. And you know, in college I would drive to Kansas City when they weren't any good and. You know, probably twenty times a year, and and just sit on the front row for ten dollars and watch Alex Rodriguez and Ichiro, and and came here, and and like I said, you know, we we um, had a chance to to hire Chip, and it's been you know with with his baseball background, and um, you know he talks about being a legend. I mean, the man's been you know <laughs> I, we kid around. His wife Angie's got a degree in what got a. Uh, license certificate in five, five states. states. I've got to say. <laughs> Dude, sometimes I ain't good when you did that many times. That means I ain't been fired. How's the retirement on that? Yeah, that's because I might have left to 100 before I retired. Yes. You know what's funny about the deal, Jeff, is, is I can remember when I was at Crowder recruiting Brandon out of search. Oh, really? Yep, sure can. Oh, I nice. can remember having him in for a visit and working him out and – did you yeah, offer him or he turned you down? Oh, okay. I'll send him to Harding. <laughs> you need to stay at Lead Hill. <laughs> well, you just go to Harding over here. You ain't got no player. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I mean, he was, you know, a good player. And, you know, and we, you know, we had good players there. I mean, oh, yeah. We were, we were Crowder's good, good baseball. They've been good before me. And they're, they're me. good. <laughs> they're good, you know, now. And, you know, they're we've got now. a player now going there. So, uh, but anyway, no, it's 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 fun to to look back and you know, and I look at Brandon and, and you know, and he's a very 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 mature man and, and does a great job. And uh, but but I look back at you know at his age and and then you talk to him and you think he's been coaching for fifty oh, yeah. years. You know, every time you talk to oh, him. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's oh. getting ready to retire. And don't know it. Yeah, I might be. <laughs> hey, with a perfect winning percentage, why wouldn't you get out right now, man? Uh, well, that's good. Well, and I'll say this: you go back to what you were saying about the win in the state championship. This guy is the luckiest guy oh, in America. Oh, here we go. In America, we play, and that's my next question to you: How does his fantasy football affect what you're trying to do? <laughs> I don't have anything to do with because that. Because I'm that's, telling that's you, it's for real. It's you know, for real. Y'all, y'all, y'all priorities are in order. They're yeah. trying to get me in that when I was 
first got here, and, and y'all figured out that I ain't got time for that. Not when I'm well, I don't know. Me. Yeah, you may not have time. And, and, I'm, not, I'm not sure you'd understand what we do either. No offense. I don't. I don't. And I, I, you no know, offense. But, you know, obviously there's a trophy that sits in our office. And, yeah, it needs and, to and come I mean, out that, of there. It's out. That, it's out. that, to me, is very impressive. Well, and I'll just say, this year he didn't win. I had a chance, and I let some dude that we don't even, we don't know, even win. know win. I dropped the ball again. Uh, but I'm telling you, I've never seen luck like this. And I'm sure you haven't either. Every time you're out you're times, out of the game. How many times is it being lucky? I mean, how many times can you be lucky? <laughs> well, clearly more than I knew. You went, I mean, you caught you do a rain dance and somebody comes down and your arm gets four or five days rest. <laughs> I've never in my life seen anything like it. Walks in the Kent's program over Benville. Uh, well, and there again, around. I know you and Kent are friends, but the first time Kent won, Brandon Lynch is on he the staff. Not, there's no question. No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kent had that a long time. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah, if we had a call in, it'd be bad right now. So, so where are we sitting right now in the baseball season and what we got coming up? I think there's we? three of us that are two, four, two. Mm-hmm. So we're we're tied for second and fourth. That's all right. You know, first team, and actually Bentonville's in first. Todd's doing a great job. They got a, a nice club over there. They got some really good players, and and uh, you know they're you know they're going to be tough to beat when we play them. And uh, they, like I said, they're doing a great job. And you know, our whole conference this year is really, you know, uh, uh, Heritage is is you know was at the bottom. But but they beat Bentonville, the number one team, the other night. Yeah, how about that? And so I mean, there's just you know parity. I mean, they've got some move-ins and and some kids that have that were young like us that have matured. There's a lot of parity, and that's something. Yeah, I mean, it changes so, I mean, year you can't to year. Just, it's almost like a mini SEC, really. Yeah, uh, is what it's like. I mean, you can't just go in and say, you know, we're gonna you know we're gonna win two here, and you know it's just. Uh, we're close, I think. You know, we're 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 pretty close to getting to where we could probably say that we we're we're in, but we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 you know, the way it is, if where we're sitting right now, if we don't do what we have to do to get in, then we just don't deserve to be in. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we got to get in first, and then we got to work our way up the food chain. Yeah. You know, to see, you know, hopefully get a a better seating, and then obviously when you get to that two or one seed. You know, you you, you you only have to have two arms instead of, instead of three, you know, in that state tournament where, where you get a bye. Well, let's touch on that real quick. For this team right now that you guys have, the way it's built, is the one and done in the playoffs an advantage or a disadvantage? That's, that's, that's odd for baseball because usually it's a series. You know, you may have a team that's a one seed pitching off and all of a sudden a, a team's got one arm and they come in there and they wreck their season in the playoffs. How about that? Uh, you know, we – Todd and I, even when I was at Bentonville, had discussed, and I know it's been discussed with coaches, I don't know to what state level of how, that you could get a, uh, you know, at least a double elimination tournament. That's all you're going to be to get. You're not going to be to go series probably. And I know Todd, you know, when I was there, was looking into that, and I, I don't know who wouldn't agree that yeah. that could be done because, like you said, you have a great season – and you face one dude, and you don't. I mean, you, it doesn't matter if you lose one to nothing or thirteen to yeah. ten. It's it's a wreck you your face season. one yeah. guy, and your season's over. Yeah. So you know, our goal is to 
you don't want to play your best ball, you know, in, in February, early, you know, early March. You want to be there and and be prepared if you do see that guy, because that's how it is. And a lot of times, the best team does not does not win it. You know, it's just I mean that's that's known. Yeah. So we, you know, we've. Uh, I mean, for us, we like our club. We think, you know, Chip and I both agree. Think we've got some arms that could be, you know, on on a, on a day could win any game. And so, um, I mean, we'll match them up with, yeah. you know, whoever whoever we we can. Just about getting in right now. Yeah, that's it. You look, you can't play that second game until you win the first game. Right. And so with me, I mean, you know, my philosophy is is I, I'm not going to go home. You know, with with my with my best bullet in my holster. You know, and some people are different. They're thinking, well, if we don't win this one, and then you know, we're not gonna win anyway. Well, you know what? You can't win the second game if you don't win the first one. And that's exactly what happens. Is everybody's got a good arm, and everybody can beat anybody. You don't care if you're the best team in the state or you're. You know, if you got a good arm. That's ninety percent of the game. Absolutely. And and that you know, as long as you get that guy a couple runs here and there, and and he can shut an offense down, it don't matter who it is, you know. And so, you know, that's that's you know that that to me, you know, if you get beat, you gotta get beat with your best. You win that one, you go, you know, you go play the second one. Then then you know you you, you pitch your second best guy. And and see where he lines up, and and then go from there. So that's where the buy comes in, yep. where you only need two instead of three, because now when you get into the third, then now you know there's not a yeah. lot. You know, there's not a lot of teams that have a, a third arm that can go out. We feel like we do. You know, we feel like we have probably three, maybe four guys that if they could, you know, beyond that first guy, the two, three, and four, if they could go out and consistently throw strikes. Uh, those guys could beat, you know, anybody probably. I mean, you know, so uh, if we can get there uh, in our offense like we've been, you know, we scored four runs uh, last night in first inning against a kid going to OU. Yeah. Well, then after that, we didn't score nothing. Right. You know. Uh, it's then, consistency. And then, yeah, that's right. And then, you know, the night before, you know, we, we scored two runs. And, and you know, uh, Maddox Thornton pitched a shutout. We won two to nothing. Left fourteen runners on base. You know you're not supposed to win when you do that. And and so, uh, you know we we've got to, it's just the whole thing. I mean we, you know we've got to score some runs. Our pitchers got to throw strikes, and and we've got to do a lot better. If we can do, uh, I think number one, uh, continue just continue doing what we're doing or or not going into such big slumps offensively, and we can do a better job with our. Other, uh, not our second, third, fourth guy throwing strikes, and, and, and we've got to play a lot better defense. I mean, we're we're you know we're not playing really good defense right now. Yeah, absolutely. And winning some games. Yeah. With with that. So yeah. Year three of Wolverine baseball. It's a team on the rise. This is a fun team to come watch. Uh, next game is Friday night. Friday night. We're at VD, Arkansas. There you go. <laughs> and then we have the, uh, I believe, uh, will be televised uh, through we the are. Wasp. Will be the following Tuesday. Yeah, Barber, and we got to make room for Henry Apple. Henry Apple will be here. We will have a spot Henry, for Henry Apple. He's be looking for the hospitality room. No question. And uh, so. We, you know, we're we're we'll take care of our, our coverage. We always yep. have. Uh huh. 
He will not be. One sitting. year he got a steak. Yeah, yeah he gets steak and burgers, and he's getting, he's getting, you know, he, he, you know, he said last year it was, he, he went up there and it was full because we have the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's you know a big, a big publication. He, you know, it's just. Yeah, he's like trying to sell gumballs at a lockjaw. It's not a lot, not a lot getting done. He come out hot the other day at Brandon. We don't know he was, he was a, uh, the base running coach. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Uh, he said I was the base running coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh please. <laughs> All right, Wolverine baseball, good things coming up. Gentlemen, we appreciate it. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thanks, Jim. Thank Thank you, sir. Thank you. This has been the OWP.